What is up guys and welcome back to Bug Brothers CP where we like to talk football and rip cards but for now we're going to talk a little bit more football. I'm your host Lucas and this is going to be episode 2 of Lucas's Lookouts. Still on the search for a better name by the way. Um, Lucas's Lookouts for those of you who don't know if you didn't listen to episode 1 which you should have. But Lucas's Lookouts is just a little series that I do by myself where I go over a couple of players this season that I think could either, you know, break out in a sense, you know, kind of under the radar, nobody, nobody really thinks that they're going to be big, or guys who might already be on the radar, but I just think they're going to go off this year. Got a couple, uh, couple solid picks today. Let's dive right on in. My first one is going to be, now I mentioned this in the last one, might have defensive players. My first one's a defensive player. First one is Kyle Van Noy. Now, on the New England Patriots, he was cut this offseason by the uh, Dolphins, which was a surprising move to many because he had a great season last year where he had 69 like total tackles, and a career-high 10 tackles for loss. So why the Dolphins cut him, not really sure. But on the flip side, the Patriots picked him up. And now the Patriots didn't do too hot last season, but Bill Belichick started doing his thing where he brings in and signs a bunch of free agents in the offseason for real cheap and... I don't know. He's done this in the past, and I like. I think it could work. Kyle Van Noy is not just some free agent, some guy he brought in. The reason he's on this list, though, is I think that the Patriots team right now is kind of like it doesn't really have an identity on either side of the ball. So having Kyle Van Noy on your defense will give that defense the identity it needs and he'll be able to step up as a leader. I think that Kyle Van Noy, to be quite honest, will have his career-high uh, tackles in the season was with New England. His best years were with New England in that defense, and he's going back into it um, where I don't think Matt Patricia is the... Matt Patricia's not the defensive coordinator there, not currently. But he's going back into the Patriots' defense where he excelled previously. I think Kyle Van Noy is going to have at least 75 tackles this season, which would put him at his second best in his career. 75 total tackles, not solo. 75 total tackles, and depending on how they play him, he could reach double-digit tackles for loss again. I don't know because they might choose to use him more as a Mike coverage backer, but we'll see how that goes. And that'll definitely be an interesting thing to see is how they use him, but be on the lookout for Kyle Van Noy this season. Next up is a rookie, actually. 
rookie running back, second round pick for the Broncos, Javante Williams. Javante Williams, some people, I was looking into him a bit, and some people it seemed had him like starting over Melvin Gordon. And I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen. Flash Gordon is a beast and he is a tremendous runner. If you need reference, uh go back to his college game against Nebraska where he broke the single game rushing record. Melvin Gordon will be the surefire starter guaranteed for at least the first six games. The reason that Javante Williams is here, though, is I refer back to last season with the Broncos offense. Phillip Lindsay had 118 carries as opposed to Melvin Gordon's 215 and 502 yards as, compo- as compared to uh, Melvin Gordon's 986 The reason I bring this up is I think Javante Williams is a much better running back than Phillip Lindsay. Phillip Lindsay, he was an undrafted free agent, and he had a a tremendous rookie season, but I don't think he has much more behind that. Clearly the Broncos don't. They brought in Melvin Gordon right away and kind of switched him out real quick. But going off that, Javante Williams, I think, will have he'll have more carries than um than Philip Lindsay did last season. Philip Lindsay had 118 carries last season. Well, obviously, I'm I'm not accounting for the 17 game schedule. I'm saying like, if it, if he played 16 games, he would have more carries than Philip Lindsay. And so going off that, I think he's going to put up more yards than Philip Lindsay did last season. I actually do think that going through the season, like I said, the f- first six games, seven games maybe, Melvin Gordon's going to be the for sure workhorse running back. But Javante Williams will get worked in a little bit here and there. And he'll start to get worked in. There's a good chance, I think, that by the end of the season, the Broncos are running straight balance to running back system because Javante Williams is that good. So I don't think, you know, I don't think Melvin Gordon will lose many carries to Javante Williams. I think he will lose more than he did last year. If you consider last year many, then yes, he will lose many. I'm just saying comparative um, to like him not being the starter. But I think compared to last year, he's the Broncos are going to run that same two running back that they did with Phillip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon. And Javante Williams, like I said, is just better than Phillip Lindsay. So by the end of the season, I think the Broncos will be running a balanced set with their running backs. I think Javante Williams, if you want to use this as a fantasy pickup, you might be able to get him undrafted in some of your leagues. You know, Luke told you first. But I think Javante Williams will go for over 750 yards this season, for sure. But um, other than that, my last, last player on this one, 
I, I put him on here knowing that he'd be kind of controversial, cause it, just because he's a controversial player uh, in general. But my last guy is Baker Mayfield. And the reason that I have Baker Mayfield on this list is number one sole reason, like number one reason why I think Baker Mayfield's going to improve from this season to last, or from last season to this season, is because he's uh, got Odell back. And I know a lot of people are going to go at, well, Odell, you know, hasn't produced for the Browns how they would have liked him to. But my argument to that is that he doesn't need to. See, where the Browns are at right now is very scary. And that's because they have created such a great atmosphere that it's like such, you can tell when they play. They play as such a team. And I think that Odell's going to come back into the locker room and whether he's, you know, the first, second, third, fourth receiver isn't going to matter. But having another elite receiver is just going to pad the stats, you know. Not to mention, Baker threw for over 3,500 yards last season, which isn't 4,000, but still. Like, his, his seasons, he's thrown for 3,700, 3,800, 3,500. Anyone who thinks Baker Mayfield is bad is either ignorant or they just want an excuse to not like him, I think. But the reason that Baker's on my list is that I think I think that the Browns are going to have a tremendous season this year. I think that Baker's going to throw for over 4,000 yards. He, They did great last season without Odell. They had uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones in the roster, who to be honest, in my opinion, is just kind of like a slightly worse Odell. But they're going to have Jarvis Landry, Richard Higgins, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Odell Beckham. Then they have Austin Hooper um, and David Njoku, who since asking for a trade has now said that he doesn't want it and wants to play for the Browns, last thing I saw which goes again to what I was saying on the atmosphere that they've created. I just think it's going gonna, it's gonna to all set up for the Browns this season. Baker's going to throw for over 4,000 yards, and they will be in the playoffs again. Expect it. I would imagine they're going to win. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm, they, they're going to win the AFC North. The Browns are good. And I know to some of you that'll be scary to hear, but the Browns are good. Baker Mayfield is good. Well, that's going to be it for me today. Um, I tried to make it, you know, nice little... I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to do three players every time, but it seems like a good little medium. If you guys would like, you know, more players in these episodes, longer episodes, let me know. These will these are usually just gonna be short little, you know, ten ten or so minute ones if you want to listen to, but other than that, this has been Lucas 
from, from Bug Brothers CP. Uh, that's Bug Brothers CP on Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And thank you guys for listening. <laughs>